Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Disney Plus or Minus podcast. It has been a while. I mean, I guess realistically, it hasn't been a while for you all, but we haven't recorded in, I think, like a month. (laughs) You see, we procrastinated prior to this. We procrastinated. It's a word I developed to describe myself in many instances. Um, So we procrastinated and uh, recorded way in advance, and now we're caught up again and so we haven't done this in a while so mm-hmm. Danielle a moment ago was like welcome to the okay that's what I say so <laughs> I had, to, uh, had to say it out loud first before just coming wonder- in here hot <laughs> in case you're wondering that opening line was fully rehearsed by her <laughs> it's just been so long it's I'm been sorry. so long uh, I was thinking that too like how do I do this yeah, I don't even, even like when I was taking notes earlier, I was just like, do I, this is how I do it? But also our, our doc is a little fucked up to this, this time around. I, yes, I don't know what happened and I tried to get rid of it and Me I too. just created an extra table at the bottom that is unable to be deleted. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so we're just going to go with it. We made it work. I think we'll be fine. Um, Gosh, we we went on a whole ass vacation in the between things. Like we did since the last time we recorded. Like damn, we went to we went to Colorado. We did. We did a lot of hiking. We almost killed ourselves by hiking. Uh, yes, <laughs> we cried on a really dark road. It was just <laughs> we cried on. It was such a dark road. It was the darkest road. A dark entry road. Some might it say. Was. Um, Colorado Highway 1, just for your information, in case uh, anyone is writing reviews of it, is not, in fact, the number one highway in Colorado. No, no. It is the first highway in Colorado, Absolutely. which I have determined they have not paved or worked on in any way since it was developed. Um, at some parts, it was just pebbles. Um, <laughs> there were no lights. There was no cell reception. And it was, in fact, so dark that if you look out the rearview mirror, it is just complete blackness. Um, complete. Blackness? Is that how you would describe that? Darkness? Darkness, it was both. completely it was both dark black. and black. Like darkness. I combined those two words. That's what I did. There was nothingness, is what there was. Nothing. That's when we cried. I was very scared. <laughs> I was also very scared. Literally, like no reflectors or any, like not, no lines on the road. Who needs lines on a road, on a highway? You don't need lines <laughs> on a highway. Who needs lines? Not us. Not. not Colorado Highway One. That's for fucking sure. <laughs> that is for damn sure. Um, interestingly to our discussion of us driving mm. on a very dark entry road, our next decom is about driving in some sense. It, I mean, in, in a lot of senses, I would say, I would say <laughs> in, in the very the, direct sense. <laughs> entirely, some might say. What, uh, yeah, what decom did we choose? The decom that we chose this week is right on track. And what Disney Plus says about it is two sisters fight for their place in male-dominated junior drag racing. I, yeah, sure. Sounds accurate. Um, Initial release, March 21st, 2003. The genres are sports, family, and buddy. Buddy! I have some thoughts about this. Do we want to do them now or like later? Please tell me them now because I didn't have any specific thoughts. I just thought, buddy, buddy, as I just said. Okay, after like going through the whole movie, I don't think it's a buddy movie. I don't either. Like, who are the buddies? Is it the sisters? Because like, sisters. there was a point in time where I was like, wow, we haven't seen Courtney in like 15 minutes. Like, there was such a long expanse of time without court. Like, it just, I don't think it was a buddy There's movie. There's no quest or adventure. No. 
There, so no. how is it buddy? I would argue it's more coming of age than buddy. It's absolutely coming. Let me tell you, <laughs> if any movie is coming of age, it's this one right here. Right? Like I, yeah. a, a little questionable on the genre choices here also, at Disney+. Also, this one isn't a comedy? <laughs> um, did I laugh? I had to I have laughed, laughed at least once. I laughed a Courtney's few times. hysterical. Hysterical. I laughed at this more than I did at some other movies. That's true. That's very true. Well, anywho's. Whatever. It's an hour and 28 minutes, and it has a whopping, and I say whopping. Whopping. Seven, 73% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's like in high school musical range. That I saw that, and I was like, whoa, blown away. That's huge. Yeah. That's huge. It's huge. Incredible. Um, also, we did not mention this is our episode number 42. I have nothing for that number. Oh, um, it's the answer to everything. Explain. Uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which is 42. It's the answer to the universe. Oh, great. So you have, there you go. You have something very associated with it. Very associated. 42 is like a very specific number. Also like big, like number in sports, it feels like often. Mm. Uh, 42, just like. It's a good number, 42. It's a hearty number, that's all. It is a hearty number. <laughs> Again, well, like I said last time, with these numbers, all I can think is... Uh, is You're still years. thinking about the war, huh? <laughs> still, I was thinking about the war. Wow, interesting facts while we're thinking about, um, about sports numbers, you said. Uh, Mariano Rivera from the Yankees wore number 42 from 1995 to 2013. Yeah, they retired it for him. Yeah, and Mo Vaughn, who was a Met, um, but in 1991 to 1998, wore um, number 42 for the Red Sox. For the Red Sox? Gross. I don't care yeah, about that. Yeah, he was in the Red Sox, and then he became a Met, a right? Met? I guess so. You know I... Yeah, he was a Met for a long time. I remember he was a first baseman. Mm. You mm. were a first baseman. I was a first baseman. <laughs> and he, yet, oh, maybe... Mm, yeah, he was a first baseman. He was a Met, but uh, I don't know. It says he played from 1991 to 2003, and uh, he got his MVP with the Red Sox. So when you look him up, just the Red Sox come up. I see, but I see. Yes, he, in 2001, he was a Met, so uh, gotcha. he became a Met. Nice. Yeah, big number in case you were wondering, In case you were wondering about Mo Vaughn and Mariana Rivera. That's another why you thought of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. You're right. Yeah. It's a Mo number. Good for the Mo's. Good for them. <laughs> which, by the way, I yes. knew this already, but a TikTok came up recently, which is, do you know what the most common name in the world is? Isn't it Muhammad? It is Muhammad. Interestingly, though, I keep saying that today. <laughs> the name Muhammad does not come up as the number one name if you look at rankings because there's so many different spellings, spellings of Muhammad. Right? But I forget what the number one is now but three spellings of muhammad come up in like the top eight or something oh god which um, means it must be like a lot if it's it's like a lot ranking a lot, multiple right. times right and that's only showing three of the spellings of course there's lots of other spellings of it as well right um so it's really like it's really number one dang good for How all the out there oh good for them <laughs> good good for all of them good for them <laughs> All, All right. right. So my pre-movie thoughts, short and sweet. So I'll I'll uh, I'll start us here. I said I know I've seen this movie because I remember a little pink race car, but I don't remember much else. Um, 
seems like it will be similar to motocrossed in some ways. Um, and I was very excited to see Brie Larson, AKA Captain Marvel as a baby. Well, not a baby, a 13 year old. I feel like newly watching the Marvel movies. Um, I was like, yes, a connection for me. Yes. Obviously good. you will have way more excitement than me. Um, but it was there. I do love me some Brie Larson. She is in my pre-movie thoughts. Um, <laughs> I agreed. I said it's been quite some time since I've seen this movie. Um, and I actually didn't really remember much, but I I didn't write this, but I also thought it might have some motocross vibes. Um, all I know is that there's a young Brie Larson, so that's going to be super cute. And like I said, it's a classic decom about breaking gender norms a la motocross. Um, so we love to see it. And, uh, and my pre-movie thoughts, I also... Uh, wrote about how I was just shocked by that 73% Rotten Tomatoes score. Just so high. So high. Okay, I was so high. The expectations were through the roof because of that. So, so yeah. high. So high. All right. So here we go. Um, so we start the movie and there is a little tiny drag race car. Um, little baby Erica, our main character and her dad um, are kind of sitting in the race car and we get the idea that this little girl is kind of into racing because her dad is. Mm -hmm. um, so we see her dad's a race car driver, um, him racing side by side with some boys bullying Erica for still having training wheels on her bike. So she offers to race them. Uh, this very quickly sets the stage of her as kind of like a fearless daredevil who is not afraid to show up the boys. Um, and her and her dad both win their simultaneous races. I wouldn't call it a montage um, that is set aside for a very special type of filmography. Yes. <laughs> um, but it is a side-by-side -side winning of the yep. two of them. Um, couple things. One, during that race, her training wheels straight up fall off. She doesn't even yes. need them anymore because she's that there good. There is definitely another movie where that exact thing Oh, happens. absolutely. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's like, think of it. I feel like big movie trope deal. Yes. Um, also another important thing that happens like during this interaction is we get a little title screen that says this is based on a true story which I didn't know this movie was based on a true story. Wait, I am so glad you said that because in my post-movie thoughts, I write about how I didn't realize it was based on a true story <laughs> until the very end. Wait, really? And so I didn't, I didn't notice that they wrote that. Um, so I'm just going to pretend you didn't say that and give my, wow, this is based on a true story at the very end reaction. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I just, going into it, I like didn't realize that it was. I didn't know it was, but they, they going did tell us. Going out of it, I didn't realize. <laughs> It told us pretty early on. Um, but yeah, so we got that side-by-side -side of Erica Enders and her dad, Greg, winning their races. And then we cut to what they tell us is four years later. And we get like a slightly older um, little girl. And she is in class. And she's like sculpting uh, out of like clay, basically, a little dragster. And all like the teacher asks her about it. And she just rattles off all of these facts about it, all these stats, how fast it can go, all this stuff. And the teacher's like... Oh, okay, sure, sure, sure. Um, and then we get a uh, interaction with, between her and her mom, and she's asking her mom if she can join the junior dragsters. Um, and her mom's like really not about it. She doesn't feel super great about it. And then like her and the dad have a conversation, and he says, uh, "If I didn't think if, if 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 I thought it was dangerous, would I let her do it?" And so like you kind of get the idea that he convinces the mom. Um, because then the next I wrote, scene, next yes. to that quote, I wrote, he said, if it was dangerous, would I let her do it? And I said, I don't know. Would you? <laughs> it's, yeah, he didn't answer the question. <laughs> he didn't. Interestingly, this comes up again. So it keep does. this in your mind. It does. Um, 
yeah, and then we cut to her getting to what I I mean, I don't know if it's her first race or not. It's one it's a one of her one of her first races. It seems um, like it's her first race. She yeah. like gets herself registered. Okay, got you. And like the guy I think who's doing the registering or one of the men around there goes, oh, I think that's a good idea letting a little girl go out there. And then the dad's like, let's wait till the end of the race and then you can tell me. And I was like, ooh, spicy, Greg. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so now she gets in her pink car with her pink helmet. This is mm -hmm. what I remember. Mm -hmm. um, and um, all of a sudden everyone is caught up on her being a girl because uh, she's in a pink car. So the announcers who were previously calling her Eric Enders mm. um, are like, oh, it's Erica Enders. Um, and then like the kid who's racing her is like, what if I get beat by a girl? So everyone is like all stuck on the fact that she's a girl. Um, it's like so, so unbelievable to them that every single person has to comment on it. Um, and lo and behold, Erica wins the race. Yeah, um, she kills it. And so, right. She kills it. And we knew this was going to happen because we saw four years ago, she was not afraid to show up all of the boys. Um, so true. and she wins her little trophy. Um, but then she sees a big trophy, um, which is for like nationals or whatever for older kids. And she declares to her dad that she will win it someday. That's true. I forgot for that her. happened. Good for her. And then before we even get comfortable with this little Erica, boom, seven years later. Seven years later. She's all grown up. She's about, um, I've estimated she's about 15 or 16 at this point. Um, and we get our two main actors of the film, Beverly Mitchell, who plays Erica, and a little Brie Larson, who plays her little sister, Courtney. And they are in uh, drag race cars, like in their garage, basically. Um, and like immediately, basically, we get this scene of the dad, like laying out all of these rules and like stipulations for them to be able to race. Basically, they have to have straight A's. And if they go anything below that, they like limit their travel. And then if they go any below that, they just like can't race at all. And they're just like, yes, yes, yes. Like we agree. We sign your verbal contract, blah, blah, blah. They're like super excited. Um, and Courtney just like wants to drive in all the big cars. And she's just... It just I just want to be specific here because it comes up later. He says, okay. any Bs and you can't race outside Houston, any Cs and these cars go up on blocks. Great. Um, so they can get Bs and race, but then they can't race outside their hometown. Yes. Which makes no sense to me, but sure, whatever. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand the, the radius of where they can race, but sure. <laughs> okay, sure, sure. Dad. Okay. So Erica gets to her race. She is in a new uh, age class with a new size and shape car. Um, and so she's racing this kid named Jordy. Um, what a stupid name was the Terrible first thing name. I thought. Um, and basically he is like the son of a racer, uh, a very good racer. And he's like a cocky, cocky kid. Um, she loses the race. She's very upset, obviously. Um, and the kid is the sorest winner of anyone you've ever met. The dad is like the sorest winner of anyone oh, you've yeah. ever met. I'm sorry. Like, he's right. even worse. He, uh, basically so sorry i'm trying to figure out who said what so oh. i just want to add one thing so right after the race erica takes off her helmet and she is wearing these sunglasses which is immediately what strikes me as this is a comedy um because they are like these super skinny sunglasses that are like just the height of an eyeball like not even sports sunglasses like thinner than that um, and she's just like glaring at Jordy and I just like spit <laughs> and laughed out loud at like how she looked in these skinny, skinny sunglasses have to fit under her helmet, Natalie. What else I know, is she but it's wear? hilarious. <laughs> There's um, a fucking look. 
And so um, she's like glaring at him and mm-hmm. her dad is like, you need to go shake his hand. Yes. Um, he won the race. Go congratulate him. So she goes over and she shakes his hand and his dad says, this isn't for girls. So why don't you do us and the sport a favor and get out? So fucking rude. Why would an adult say that to a child? To a child. Also, in this moment, I, in later in the movie, he doesn't look like this. But at this moment, Jordy genuinely looked like a 25-year-old. And I was <laughs> especially like, compared to like little like Beverly Mitchell, I was just like, why does this kid who's supposedly supposed to be like no more than like, I don't know, like 18 or something, look like he's literally like in his 20s? Um, oh, which wow, just like made it weirder that. in the moment that his dad was being such a fucking dick yeah, about course. it. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously she's very upset and they go home. Um, and we cut to a scene of her sitting on the couch and she's playing some sort of game, um, which I learned is like a reaction time. Yeah, it's not game. a game. It's like an actual like apparatus they use to right. like, train their reaction time. So basically it shows like the red light, green light or red light, yellow light, green light. And she like clicks a button at a certain time, which is the same as, you know, pressing the pedal in her car right when they get the green light. Um, obviously you don't want to quote red light which is if you get a false start right you start before the green light and you don't want to take too long because these races are like under 10 seconds yeah so so if you start half a second late like that's the end of of your race and she was like struggling to do it she kept kind of getting not great numbers you know and then all of a sudden courtney comes over sits on the couch grabs out of her hands does it once and gets like a better time like much better time than erica had been getting that whole time and she was just like basically erica was pissed she was just like how the hell did you do that um and courtney's just like meh I don't know. I'm just good. Like question for you. Yes. So when they were doing this, they were getting, she was getting a time of like 5.35 or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, how is it taking her five seconds? And then later in the movie, they say like, oh, she five owed. Yes. Um, what does, why is it five? I think that might be like five milliseconds. Ah, okay. And I think that by the end of the movie, she was getting five flat like multiple gotcha. times in a row that's what i think because yeah it's obviously not five seconds long it's like it's literally milliseconds so i feel like it's right. counting in milliseconds i'm so sorry we just gave away the fact that she gets Ugh, it's fine she gets five it's fine she's good at racing okay Wait, you, we know that you this is basically what you think? story don't you know it otherwise don't you know otherwise it would have been a short it would have been a short 10 minutes short <laughs> um all right so courtney gets a better time than erica did and i'm like hmm does this mean courtney is going to be a better racer like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so just keep that in your brain um so um Mom comes in and sees Erica all upset. She is upset because Courtney did better on this device apparatus than her. And mom and her kind of have this heart to heart. Um, And basically Erica shares with mom that she races because she doesn't feel like she belongs anywhere else. And like, you know, she puts pressure on herself because she wants to be good at that specifically um, because she doesn't belong anywhere else. She doesn't have any friends, blah, 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 Um, which is not true. She does have friends, but in the grand scheme, she doesn't think of herself as like popular i guess was what she meant yeah she doesn't do like normal things that like normal kids her age do she basically just races um and then courtney like comes in and like complains and she's just like you take it so seriously like it's just a race and then uh she's like sorry she's saying that erica is like mopey even when she wins like as long as she's just like is not a hundred percent satisfied with her performance like she's really mopey and just like she's like you she courtney's just like just like have fun like it's just like it doesn't matter and obviously it matters so much to erica so they have these like very conflicting like perspectives of how they view racing 
And then Courtney's like, oh, like for fun, the two of us can race. And Erica's like, no, because if I win, I beat a little girl. And if I lose, I lost to a little girl. So mm-hmm. like, there's no, so like you can see that she's like very strict on her um, racing stuff. I'll put it. <laughs> um, so the next day uh, she's in French class and her friend who I did not catch this girl's name. Did her you? Name is Luann. And I only found that out like the last 20 minutes of the movie because okay, there was great. a subtitle that said Luann. <laughs> Oh, amazing. So Luann basically hands like a, a note to Erica in class and it's inviting her to a party. Um, and what it says on the note is party, lots of chocolate, hot boys. First of all, I mean, you had me at chocolate. Yeah, right. I mean, you had me at chocolate. Um, and so that's like kind of how she tries to get Erica to come and Erica's like, I can't, I have a race. Um, so we're just like further proving how serious she is about racing like she's not even going to go to a party with lots of chocolate and hot and boys, hot boys. <laughs> i mean like come on what else could you want at a party maybe some pizza i don't know pizza, that might have yes. swayed me you know that yes pizza and banana bread i do love banana bread you love some good banana bread <laughs> you do so the next morning we're at the race we actually don't see Erica race, but we do see Courtney race and she does super well. In fact, she gets a time of 899, which uh, breaks the previous record that was for that race. But who had that record but Erica? So obviously everyone's super excited, but Erica's kind of pissed because Courtney just broke her record. And Courtney's just like trying to be excited and is like, oh my God, like we're both in the record books, blah, blah, blah. But like, you know, Erica in the back of her head is just like, Courtney's better than me, you know? So she's clearly not happy about this, even though she should be, whatever. Oh yeah, she's not a little pissed. She's extremely <laughs> pissed because they get back in their trailer and they're kind of talking about it. Erica's being rude. There's a knock on the door of a reporter, and and Erica goes to like talk to him because she's normally the one that's interviewed. And he's like, "Actually, I'm looking for your sister." And she Oof. like you can see like smoke coming up from her head. <laughs> practically, she's so angry. Um, and so then right after this, Erica goes to her friend Randy, who I realized throughout the movie i guess helps dad with some of the um mechanic stuff pit crew basically yeah Mm -hmm. so her friend randy is actually do you know what uh movies and shows he's in i looked them up and nothing like struck me ah so i knew i recognized him i found the one that i definitely recognized him from and then i found another interesting film he's in so the, the show i recognized him from is he's in zoe 101 he is in the oh. robotics gang in Zoe 101. But only like a few episodes, right? Yeah, like six okay, episodes okay, okay. or something. But I recognized gotcha. him from that. Love and that. then he's also in some way in Max Keeble's Big Move, a, a movie we have talked about on this podcast. <laughs> Many times. <laughs> yes, so, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, there was nothing um, that like really, really stood out to me that I was just like, mm-hmm. mm, because I, he also looked familiar to me. I like looked it up, but yeah. um, no. Yeah, it's Zoe 101 for me. Got gotcha. you. So anyway, Erica's talking to Randy and she's complaining about how racing seems to come easier to Courtney. And he says that he's like, well, you know, Courtney actually has an advantage. And Erica's like looking very angrily, like, what does he mean? And he's like, she had you, you know, to teach her. And that's very cute. He's a very good friend. He's a very good friend. It's so true. Um, And then they're talking a little bit about like the fact that they don't have relationships. She's like, uh, boys are intimidated by her. Um... And then there's a girl that walks by and she like all of a sudden all these like boys like come and surround her and Erica goes to Randy. She's like, you know, like, what does she have that like, I don't have, like, what's the difference? And he goes, yeah, she loses, <laughs> which I thought was silly. <laughs> that is, Oops. he's a good friend. He is a good friend. 
Um, then we're at school, right? We're playing we're some at volleyball. School. I thought this was gym class, and then I, I also realized thought it was gym class. It is not gym class. It is tryouts for the volleyball team. Oh, it's tryouts. I thought it was. The- I figured it was like practice. She's like oh. on the volleyball team. Uh, I, either practice or tryouts. Honestly, yes. does it make a difference? No, no, it doesn't. No, something to do with <laughs> volleyball. And there are, they're like in line to do a serving drill or whatever. And a group of popular girls behind her, and by a group, I mean two, mm-hmm. start making fun of her for being a racer. Um, I truly don't understand what they could possibly be making fun of her about it, but they are. Um, and she turns to them after they've made quite a few comments about how it takes no athletic ability and she's the only girl that does it. Um, and she turns and she just goes off on them about how drag racing takes athletic ability because something about g-force and how if her arms move one millimeter the entire car could go into the side of the railing and all this stuff and then literally jumps up and spikes a volleyball like i've never seen before turns around and the girls have this look on their face like they just saw a ghost and so they are done making fun Amazing. of her it was so good the she was just like if i mess up like, no sorry if you mess up you lose a point if i mess up somebody could get hurt like she was so serious somebody could get hurt it's like somebody is you but yeah okay. right but um it was so good i love I, the spike at the end uh just like a beautiful moment it's like drop the mic but it's a volleyball yes exactly exactly um then we get a moment of jordy with sorry Erica with her dad. She's complaining about Jordy. Um, and she's complaining about the fact that he has, even though they have like really similar records, really similar times, they basically are always like neck and neck. Jordy has a million sponsors and she can't get one. And it's likely in what she thinks is because she's a girl, which is like really annoying. And I just really, I wrote a note here that was just like whatever the subtitle wrote was in parentheses, size in exasperation. And I was like, ain't that a mood? (laughs) A mood in exasperation, right? Um, So basically she is saying to her dad, she really would like sponsors. And so he's like, okay, I'm going to go talk to like so-and-so commissioner or something and see what I can do. So he goes and he asks for sponsors basically. And he comes back and tells her like, hey, they said no. And what it comes down to, I'm going to be honest with you, um, most people are mad because you're beating all the boys. I don't get it um, because I would think if a girl was beating all the boys, wouldn't you want to sponsor her? Right. What, isn't, that, isn't that like like a, like a hot I, commodity? Like she's like the special one? Like, like lit, literally, I don't understand. Their masculinity is just so, so fragile. So it's fragile. So fragile. It's so fragile. It is like a, a, a already broken eggshell. <laughs> it's already broken. It's in tiny little like pieces. So you can't put it back together. Um, anyway, we're back at volleyball practice again. I love how when we're in school, there's only ever two places we are. We are either at yes. volleyball practice or we are in French class. <laughs> yep, that's it. The only two, which like, great. It's consistency. I like it. Um, but we're at volleyball practice and Erica goes up to try and get a ball and she winds up running into the, the volleyball cart that's holding all the balls and she falls and she hurts her arm. Um, and Luann's like, are you okay? Like, do we want to go see a doctor? Blah, blah, blah. She's like, no, it's fine. But like, she clearly can't lift her arm. Um, and she's like, yeah, I like can't tell, let my parents know. Like they won't let me race if they find out I hurt my arm. And no, folks, this is not our math bust. We did the volleyballs in the volleyball cart already um, with a different decom um double double teamed teamed. yeah so please 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 Please. 
Please. It's not happening again, okay? Thank if you If you want to hear it, go reference the double teamed episode. Go. Go to double teamed. It's some number. I don't know which one. I was just going to say it's a number I can't remember. It's in the <laughs> teens, I probably. Probably. Maybe um, earlier. Could be eight. Could be seven. I don't know. Interesting. I don't Hard know. to say. Hard to say. Anyway, when Erica gets home, she's icing her arm and she's like asleep and her mom comes in her room and sees that she has this cut on her arm and like obviously doesn't say anything. But then she goes to their dad and she basically is just like, you know, she hurt her arm today. And he's like, why didn't she say anything? She's like, you know why? Um, She's like, she's got to cut back. So the mom's like really worried about her being pushed too hard. And it's, there's like this weird conversation where she's just like making it seem like the dad is putting pressure on her. Right. And I low-key disagreed with this because Same. there's nothing in the movie that shows the dad is putting pressure on Erica. And he actually does stand up for himself in a very, um, like, how do I want to uh, phrase this? Like, they communicate well in their relationship. Yes. He doesn't yeah. feel it. He doesn't attack her. He just no. says, like, hey, I hear you, but, like, do you know her? our daughter like yeah she is putting the pressure on herself yeah if she wants to quit i will be all for it i will stand by her but i'm not putting pressure on her and the mm-hmm. mom's like okay you're right like she does it to herself whatever yeah. he says it's her um, passion like basically she's a natural she has a this like instinct like she's better than anybody else and that she does it to herself basically yeah um but the mom's like i hate to think she's missing out on being a kid oh well mom her choice yeah oh well mom so this kind of blows over and uh Next, we are at the time trials for some sort of championship. Um, Jordy is being interviewed before the race, and he's being super cocky. He's like, yeah, there's not much competition here. Um, Eric is watching him be interviewed, um, and we move right into his race. So he is doing his time trial before her, so she's watching this as well. And her dad sees her, like, super tense, and he's like, relax, Erica. It's just a time trial. Um, and I wrote here, she's being too much. Like she mm, mm-hmm. does need to find a way to relax because just watching her competitor do a time trial has her super tense. Yeah. Um, I can't Not imagine good. how she'd be in a real, you know, final competition. So Jordy goes and he gets an 8.91 and immediately she goes, I can beat that. Um, and then she goes and she does, she gets an 8.89. So she does beat him. She's very amped about it. Um, and then they're like driving by uh, Erica and her dad. They're driving by and they kind of stop at Jordy. And I assume the dad thinks that she's going to like say something nice to him or something. But instead she throws a box of tissues at him and says, those are for your son in case he starts crying when I whip him in the final. And I was like, oof. Yeah. And the thing is, she is right now standing up for herself to a grown ass adult who had some nasty ass snarky comment to make to her previously. I don't think this was appropriate, but I don't think the last comment was appropriate either. I think, in fact, her father should have said something to Jordy's father. Yes. Um, So Erica had to take it into her own hands and stand up for herself no one stood up for her before that man made a nasty comment to a teenage girl no one said shit so now she said something her dad is very angry with her he's yelling at her he's like you were taught better a while ago i had to teach you how to act when you lose i never thought i'd have to teach you how to win and it's like no dude a grown-ass adult doesn't know how to win yes say something to him before you say something to your daughter no she shouldn't have done that but you should have stood up for her previously I'm very passionate about this. <laughs> I know. I see that. I also agree that dad's a piece of shit. Like the Jordy's dad, like not 
Erica's dad. He should have done more, but like he's literally a full ass man talking down to like a 15 year old girl, which like, excuse like, me? Legit in all sports that I've ever been a part of, if a grown adult makes a comment like that to a player, you can get that parent permanently ejected from oh, like 100%. the sidelines. Yeah. Like her dad should have just gone to the commissioner and been like, Jordy's dad said this to my daughter. Like, please have him removed from the premises. And they should have. They should have. Like, she's a child. Yeah. But they don't do that because that wouldn't make for a good movie. So, <laughs> and here we are talking about it at length. So there you go. They got <laughs> well, what they good. wanted. So she's all worked up, obviously, because, you know, her dad was just yelling at her and he was just like trying to, she was trying to stand up for herself. It's this whole thing. She's feeling some type of way about having to race Jordy. We get to this final. They introduce Jordy as the New Jersey state champion, which I was like, of course he's from New Jersey. Of course um, he is. And then they call her Jordy the South- and Greg. Jordy. Oh, and Gre- that Greg. You're right. <laughs> Woof. Don't bring him up. <laughs> I finally forgot about him. It's Brendan now who's on our shit list. Yes. In case you don't watch The Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise, all I can say is go back to season one and start from there. That's all I can say. <laughs> Call us in like a couple of years when you're done. Thank you. Um, so they introduced Jordy as the New Jersey state champion. They introduced uh, Erica as like the Southwest champion, which uh, this is important for something later. Um, and so it's just them against each other. And it's it's biggest race of the day they're very uh you know there's a lot of anticipation and she false starts she false starts so frustrating i'm i was so frustrated i know me too it's a heartbreaker so jordy wins automatically yeah she's disqualified he wins on a technicality yeah which like that you can't feel pride in that you know and he's like yeah yeah i know yeah what you didn't do anything you could have gone so slow and you still would have won you could have gone so slow (laughs) So we are back at school in French class and she's sitting in French class and she's not doing French. She is just practicing on her reaction time thingy and the teacher comes up to her and like takes it. It's important to note that she is not paying attention to French class because this is going to come up momentarily. Uh, Racing is distracting her from her French studies. But also like the fact that she's trying to do this giant contraption, which is basically the size of her textbook hiding behind her textbook. I was like, girl, you can't hide this. Like there's no being like sneaky about this. Yeah. Bold choice. So a lot happens in this movie. Like there's so many different scenes and so many different days that not surprising, I'm going to say. And now it's another day and we are at another race. Another race. Before the race, dad is getting the car ready, uh, doing some, you know, oil and such on it as as maintenance is done on cars. Um, As... Can you tell that Natalie know knows so much about cars? So much. And the oil and the battery is charged and uh, the wheels were turned 36 degrees each. Yeah, they had to rotate so a man, the wheels. A man comes up to him and basically he says, hey, if Erica does really well, I might be able to get someone to sponsor her. Uh, my daughter is a huge fan of Erica, so I'd really love for her to have sponsors. And dad is like, wow, that's super cool. Courtney happens to be with him. He's like, please don't say a word to your sister. I don't want her to be more stressed than she already probably is. Um, so the race starts and something is extremely wrong with the car. Um, right before the race, happens like when the lights are already starting to go randy is like wait the and like something is dripping but then the light flashes and obviously she goes immediately she has been practicing her reaction time (laughs) um and i 
am not completely sure what exactly happens, but all of a sudden she's talking to her headset through her dad and she's like, the throttle is stuck. I can't stop the car. And so she can't hit the brake. I don't know what was dripping that made the throttle be stuck. There was, it looked like there was like a tube loose that like should have been in, you know? And so like when uh, she wants to go brake and there's something that's not getting, I don't know how cars work either, but I, th- I think there's something along those lines of like, basically there was some, like uh, some part of the car was not attached correctly. And so when she tried okay. to brake, it was, it didn't brake for her. And so she fucking just kept going and luckily i assume this is like a precaution they have set up they have like these nets basically set up like a a few feet after each other that she goes through like three of them and finally gets like caught in the last one her car stops but by the time she gets there i think she's passed out yeah and literally like they have like an ambulance coming toward her immediately there's like ems they literally cut her out of the car yeah put her in a neck brace and an oxygen mask it looks extremely serious then they helicopter her away and yet they don't allow her parents in the helicopter so they're just standing there with the wind of the helicopter blowing (laughs) their hair and dad's like she'll be fine i honestly thought she was dead i'm not even gonna lie to you like i was like this girl is not alive anymore it was so dramatic. At this moment, one, I was, I got very emotional during this scene. It was a lot. It was a lot. Um, I, I didn't think she was dead, but I thought she was going to have like a career changing injury. You know, like I thought it was going to be one of those where like, just as she was about to be at her prime, it was cut away from her. Um, right. So like we cut to the hospital and the first thing we see is mom and Courtney who look deeply disturbed deeply. sitting in the waiting room. Like they look like she's dead. <laughs> And then mom says to dad, she like, she freaking repeats his words on him. She's like, if it was dangerous, would I let her do it? Like just kind of mumbles it in the waiting room, which is it's hilarious. So, I laughed out loud, even though it's so not funny. It's hilarious. Rude. Okay. But like now is not the time, mom. Your daughter is in the next room in a hospital bed and you're about to Dead, pull out. Dead for all you know. Pull out this fucking line from seven years ago and right. blame it on the dad. Like brutal. Fucking and then- brutal. Not even 10 seconds later, the doctor comes out and she's like, well, no concussion and no broken bones. You could take her home anytime. And I was like, what? I was not expecting that at all. No, because you know what they did right before that too? They literally hung up like x-rays of her spine. And I was like, well, that looks fucked up. And they're like, nothing's yes. wrong. And I was like, what? Literally. So uh, not and only then- do I not know anything about cars, I also know nothing about the human body too. Nothing about the, not a single thing about the human body. You only live in one. <laughs> I was like, oh, that doesn't look good. <laughs> doesn't look good. So literally then, like, the, now we flash to Erica. Now we can see her alive and well. And she's like, she's I'm fine. fine. I just want to get back on the track. Bro, what? That's what she says. Bro, what? Right. I and so, know. like, Randy fixes the car. I imagine he was already fixing it up while she was at the yeah. hospital or whatever. So they all get back to the track. And she goes right up to her parents. And she's like, um, I want to do one more run. And her mom's like, excuse me, What? And then Erica actually makes an excellent point. She says, I would like to do one more run before I have enough time to think about it and be too scared. If I do it now and I do it safely, right, then I'm not going to have this fear of my last run being my crash. But if I wait too long, I'm going to be too scared, blah, blah, blah. And her mom, like, thinks about it and, like, sighs very deeply. What was the uh, expression from before? Sighs what? Sighs in exasperation. (laughs) She sighs in exasperation and she says, fine, if you really want to do it, you can. Which, like, I agree. Like, 
I thought it was I a very com- good point. It was an excellent point. I completely agree with that. My thing is, I think I, mom is saying yes, because mom has the idea in her head that she's going to let her race eventually, but didn't want her to do it yet. I would say, no, this is the end forever. Like, oh, I, that's too scary. Scary Sawi. Too scary Sawi. <laughs> like, if you see your kid taken away in, oh. in a neck brace, like, because they crash their fucking dragster, like, absolutely. Like yeah, no, I can't. Like, I think my thing would be great. So let's wait until you're too scared. To yeah, do right. It, exactly. And then you won't want to do like, it. That sounds like a great plan, actually. So no, thank yeah. you. <laughs> too scary Sawi. Too scary Sawi. Uh, yeah, I didn't think the mom was going to go for it. Like, even though she made that point, I was like, that's a good point. But also like mom would never, but mom did. Mom did. Mom did. And then we get extremely dramatic, low volume, violin orchestra music playing (laughs) as she's getting ready for this individual little race she's going to do. Um, and it's extremely dramatic. I was like, what is going to happen here? Um, but it turns out to be just a very simple run of the mill race. She does very well. Um, she gets out safely. She's smiling. She's happy. And that sponsor dude happened to be in the stands watching. Yes. I will say though, that because of the dramatic violins and how slowly they were going, when she like takes off initially, it genuinely scared me. I was like, one, we see like what looks like almost an explosion, which I think might happen often, but they had never shown it in this movie yet. Like of like something coming out of the car as it like get, takes mm-hmm. off. Like, I don't know if you saw that, but mm-hmm. like, I was like, oh no, her car blew up and now she's dead. Like, that's when I thought she was dead, <laughs> but she wasn't. It was just a, so dramatic that it frightened me. Um, well, the number of times each of us thought she, she had passed died away in this movie, <laughs> in this decom tagline, uh, what is this movie called? Right on track. Right on track. The main character does not pass away. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, it's a working title. It's a working. It's title. a working. It's a work in progress. Yeah. Um. So they are having a family dinner after the race in their like RV that they take to the races. And yeah. Randy is with them who, by the way, asks for wasabi on his burger, which they act like is the strangest thing ever. But people put weird shit on burgers. So that did not even phase me. So true. And the sponsor guy shows up and he is like, I have an offer from you from Pennzoil. Um, and he's like, I really, really like how you got back in the car after that accident. And I was like, no. But the, you, you're gonna encourage that? It's the dedication, the passion, Natalie. To death. Yes, that's the risk it takes every time you get in that car. You're yeah. risking death, you know. And Erica is like, I will take you up on your offer under one condition: you have to sponsor my sister too. Which, like, bold, bold request, very bold for someone because who's about you to give just... you like thousands of dollars of right sponsorship you know and you've just said how hard it's been to get one yeah but i guess that she felt like because of that comment he made she had some leverage but anyway he says yes and so i think this is very adorable um it's a buddy movie it's a buddy movie you know they're on a quest to sponsorship (laughs) this is the only buddy part of the entire movie um is when we get like they have this little like photo shoot now they have all this 
Pennzoil gear. They're in their outfits. They're taking this photo shoot. Erica's very stern. The photographer asks her to like loosen up a bit, maybe take it just a little less seriously. She's like, this is fine. Um, very serious. No smiles. Courtney comes on and she's just having a ball. She's a big goof. She's dancing around. She's got these sunglasses on. She's posing. And yeah, she just, she's having a great time. And we get, she has I, a great time. Would you consider what we get? It's like a mini oh, yes. montage and then oh. like a bigger montage. Oh, yes. So we have a mini montage of her taking photos. And yes. then we get a big montage, which is what I call the rise of Courtney era Ooh. of the movie. I love um, it. Thank you. So we get uh, Courtney starts racing in the car class that Erica is in. So different age group, but in that car class. So same type of vehicle. Um, and Courtney wins her first race. Mm-hmm. And then we get a montage. She wins her second race and her third race and on and on and on. We get this amazing montage. It would not be a decom without one. No. And immediately after the montage ends, we cut to the two of them sitting, signing autographs. Um, so impressive. And they're kind of joking with each other. Like Courtney makes a joke to reporters about how Erica doesn't have a boyfriend. Um, and this little cute little girl comes up and hugs Erica. And she's like, I want to race someday too. So they're like teasing each other. And they have this kind of cute interaction with their fans. Um, and so it seems like things are going great for them. Yeah. And then we see Erica is going to take her driver's test, which I was like, oh, this ought to be fun. Oh, this scene, man. <laughs> this scene. So... She gets, first of all, she's taking her driver's test in this, like, large truck. Large. Um, and she gets they in. They live and in Texas. They, you're, you're correct. I'm sorry. I'm mistaken. It's a normal-sized truck, actually. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so he, the driving instructor or the tester or whatever, says that he's going to time her. And I'm like, what kind of driving test is this that you are timed? So confused. I, like, I know driving tests are different across America, but, like, timed whatever so it's basically almost like a little obstacle course like there's all these corns there's all these cones and she's like weaving in and out of these cones she's like backing up she does like this really intense really quick parallel park and she's like cutting some fucking corners i think this is too fast and it's not gonna go well for her yeah, I didn't think you she was would gonna not pass. pass this test. Right? The thing is, I thought that when she got in and he said he was going to time her, it was like a joke and it was somebody who knew she raced. Same. But I don't think he knew that. Exactly. I had the same thought process. I was like, ha he knows. And then at the end, he was just like, oh, you've done this before. And she was like, once or twice. And I was like, what? This was real? Like, so confusing. But yeah. apparently she but passed. Apparently that was a she good passes. test. So good for her, whatever. Anyway... Uh, then we got a scene of her and her friend Luann. I believe we are at gym class, volleyball, whatever, something in school, in school yeah. of some sort. And they're talking about that there's um, a skate night. I forget what ice night. Yeah. I, I don't yeah, know what they call it. Night. Basically, it's just like this like event that's going to happen at an ice skating rink. And she asks, her friend asks her if she has a date. Um, and she's like thinking about asking Todd. And like as Todd's about to like approach them, these other girls intersect and the, the two like annoying girls from before by the way todd is just like a kid from the popular crew yes have we met todd yet we have not got our first meeting they've like made eyes at each other but like nothing has been said to todd before yeah this moment yeah um so basically she like is thinking about asking him and then he kind of gets intercepted by the popular girls so then she whether she means it or not she turns to luann and she's like i just want to go with someone i can have fun with 
And then we immediately cut to her going with Randy. I didn't know that was going to happen. Me neither. <laughs> it was so cute. It was so cute. I was like, oh, she's going with her friend. Um, and then we get perhaps the, I'm going to say, the strangest line in any decom we've covered yet. And I'm going to stand by this. Something has to like really, really be freaking out there to overtake this one. They get to the skating. Luann shows up. And Erica is like, where is so-and-so, the date that she was taking? And she says, he didn't come because he showed up to my house smelling like beer. I did not even process the fact that this was a line in a Disney Channel movie. You can't see me right now, but I'm after reading it, I'm still sitting with my mouth wide open. Like, <laughs> excuse me? I, I heard that and I was like, yes, normal. But- you're like this is a disney channel original movie like what do you mean he showed up to your house smelling like beer that's why you didn't go with him can he have just stood you up like a normal teenage movie i am baffled by this this inclusion of alcohol use at such a this young age is the strangest line in a decom ever right yeah I can't think of anything that's even similar in any way to this i can't even process like how that passed the table yeah what did what is my house? What did the eight-year-old watching like this like uh, think when that, they heard that line? That's what I'm saying, man. Wow, I'm shook. I didn't even like. I heard it and was like, okay, and then like kept moving on. But I didn't even register that like the context, the channel that this was on. So weird. So yep. weird. So there was. Can I say one thing, please? Because it happens before we get to the ice skating rink. It's so irrelevant, but I loved it so much is that when um erica picks randy up and drives them off to the ice skating rink we get a back shot of her truck and she has a little like a uh, license plate cover that like goes around her license plate mm -hmm. and it says in all caps this is not my boyfriend's truck <laughs> <laughs> and i just thought that was absolutely iconic i classic texas you know what i mean i loved it classic anyway classic houston <laughs> Right. If I ever seen it. So were I never skating. been to Texas, by the way. I've only flown in there and I don't think I ever stepped out the airport. Oh, that's right. I was in the airport once on my way to New Zealand. Oh. Yeah. Huh. So we are we are ice skating and then ice skating ends. Yes. And uh, apparently the popular girl's car broke down. Um, and so we kind of get like an aside of them talking to each other and she's like, You ask her, no, I don't want to do it, you do it. <laughs> and so then one of them is like hey erica and is basically like my car is broken can you please help and erica being the nice girl that she is is like of course she fixes it very easily and she's like all right i'm all done and they're like thank you so much and then as a thank you todd who is part of this popular crew invites her to a party but she declines because randy already asked if she wanted to go to like the diner or whatever when they finish skating I, I, I love the I loved I it. Love, yeah, I love the theme of her not giving any care in the world to what the popular kids think yeah. of her. Yeah. I, I, yes, same. I, I was shocked by that moment. I was like, oh, she could have brought Randy. They all could have had a great time. But like, no, True. she was like, no, we're good. And I was like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. um, so then we get <laughs> this awkward <laughs> scene of <laughs> Erica pulling up to Randy's house and dropping him home. 
And he says, do you think we could maybe do this for real? And she says, you mean like a date? And he was like, can I say something? Yes. I don't think he says, could we maybe do this for real? He says, do you think we could ever do this for real? Oh, I think that's okay. A big difference. Like, it's not like him saying, I want it. I think it's him genuinely saying like, would, could would that this ever, ever be a thing? Yeah. I see. I see. I believe you. Um, so yeah. Could we ever do this for real? And she says, you mean like a date? Um, and then she, the saddest letdown. It'd kind of be like dating my brother. <laughs> Eek. Um, the thing is, though, he doesn't seem bummed about it at all. He's just no. like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, yeah, that would be And weird. then he's like, do you think you can set me up with Luann? Like, he makes a joke out of it. Like, right. they are just... Like, he genuinely doesn't seem bummed. It's good not like a... friend. Yeah. Great friend. friends. And they're both just he like, doesn't... I had such a good time. Like, thanks for just having such a good time. Like, uh, I loved it. He just was like thinking about it for a second and thought about it out loud. And she was like, nah. And he was like, nah, you're right. He's like, all right, cool. Moving on. Next up. So we are back at school and we are in French class and she gets her progress report and she has a B on the progress report. This is not her final grade. This is like a mid-semester check-in. Mm -hmm. So she talks to her teacher about it. She's like, I need an A. Like, what can I do to get my grade up? And he's like, well, basically you'll have to get an A on the final. Um, so she goes home to her parents and she shows it to them. And her dad is like, well, you can't go to the final qualifier in Salt Lake City. You know the deal, right? If you get a B, you can't um, race outside of Houston. And she's like, that's not fair. This is not my final grade. Like, I know what to, I have to do to get my grade up. And he's like, well, then do it, right? And then we'll talk. Um, so now she knows she needs to get an A on this final. Yes. So immediately we cut to her studying in the library, trying to practice her French. And who approaches her but Todd? Um, he kind of makes fun of her because she's like talking to herself or whatever. And she's like, oh, you know, I'm studying for the French final. And he asks if she needs help. And he helps her. He offers to help. And we get another montage of them mm -hmm. practicing French. And they are also having a great time. I thought this was the cutest little study date of all time. I it enjoyed is. it. It's so cute. They're doing great. He's like genuinely helping her. They're laughing. They're having a ball. Um and then after their little montage of them studying and their little study date, he asks her out for this weekend. He asks if, if she can hang out this weekend, but obviously she's busy because she's always busy because she's always racing. And he takes this one like pretty hard. I feel like he takes this mm -hmm. as like a rejection, like you're kind of making yes. an excuse. Yeah. And he's like, don't worry about it. I know you're busy. And she's yeah. like, yeah, I literally just told you I'm busy. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I have plans. Sorry. <laughs> um, and so when she's getting in her car to leave, um, her friend Luann like pulls up in another car it's super weird like jumps so weird. out of the car and hands her like a manila envelope um and she's like here like it's the french final like my sister took it a few years ago he gives the same one every year and she's like I don't want to cheat and Luann's like don't think of it as cheating just think of it as a study aid so she like reluctantly takes it and gets in her car and Luann drives away it's like a very weird thing to happen in the middle of a school parking lot it is um, and it concerned me because i was like is this gonna ruin everything i'm gonna be real yeah. sad if it ruins everything yeah um so now we cut to volleyball and we're at some sort of game they end up winning and so their team makes it to the finals um they're all like cheering and screaming and luann's like you're not gonna miss this because of racing right and she's like no like the race is friday we're gonna drive all night and i'll be back saturday for the game um so this is not like high school musical or um what are their movies luck of the irish luck what of the irish had, like um eddie's million dollar cook-off um, right so <laughs> it's not two things happening at once that's not what this movie is nope. about um she's gonna make it don't you worry um 
we'll so see. we think. Oh, so we think. So we cut straight to this racing, uh, this racetrack, and we get this really quick race. She wins, and all of a sudden we're on the way back. And I'm sorry, really quick race. Literally, this scene is four seconds long. <laughs> I wrote down in very important things are happening so fast. I wrote, I literally don't have a moment to stop typing or look no. up from my keyboard. This race, I'm not exaggerating. They spent four seconds on this scene. It's literally zoom of her in the race, and then they're in the RV. Like, what? Which in a moment is I will tell you why it was frustrating to me. Um, that that race was so short. So we're in the RV and I don't even think we're in the RV. I think we're just pulled over, over to the side of the road already. I think we just mm -hmm. get the implication that something with the RV went wrong, their car broke down and they are trying to get back. So the dad and Randy are trying to fix the car and um, Erica is freaking out. She's like, you know, I have my volleyball game in the morning. Um, you know, and they're like, yeah, we know you told us like a million times. So this just, I had this question in my head was, you know, where do we think this race was that they had to drive so far that they weren't going to make it back in time for the morning? So it is time for a mini math bust. Wow, I'm so excited. I had no idea where you were going to put this. It's time for math busters. It's not that uh, intense, but it is just, it's more of like some fact-checking ideas. So in this scene, so, okay, backtrack a little bit more. Um, up until this point, we, when, especially when we had that montage of all those races where like Courtney was winning and everything, it always, almost always showed us like where the race was. Like there was one that said Houston, there was one that said Baton Rouge, there was one that said, um, I don't know. There were other ones. They like always like panned to like some sign that told us where this racetrack was. Mm -hmm. And because this most recent one was four seconds long, we didn't get that. I looked at it very hard. There is no evidence of where this race is. So I was very frustrated because I was just like, where could this be? Because if they have to drive all night. So like realistically, if the races end, you know, when the sun goes down, let's say it takes all day, the races end when the sun goes down, let's say they don't leave until like 8 p.m., 9 p.m., right? Volleyball's in the morning at nine. That gives them like 12 hours to drive. Yeah. That's like a pretty far way you can drive, right? Mm -hmm. When they were broken down, I did notice something in the background. There is a little sign behind Randy that I had to look at it many times and both like up close and far away. It says Baton Rouge, which that must be like the nearest thing. It says Baton Rouge exit 31. So that must be like the nearest city to them. Um, which, if you don't know, Baton Rouge is in Louisiana. Um, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Baton Rouge, Louisiana. That's part of the Capitol song. I never learned that song, which is why I think I'm very bad at geography. Sacramento, <laughs> California. Sacramento. <laughs> Do you have to say all of them twice? Is that how the song goes? Uh, I don't know if it actually is like that or if I just made it like that in my head through the years when I've sung individual parts of it. But mm. I... I I recall it in my head as each one twice, but I could be wrong. I believe you. I think Olympia, that's Olympia, Washington, way. Olympia. I feel like, yeah, I think it's twice. <laughs> okay. Anyway, we have a sign that says that they are in Baton Rouge. So all that tells me is that they are driving. Oh, by the way, like we said earlier, they are in Houston. We actually find out at some point we like pan uh, to their school that specifically they go to Cypress Springs High School, which is in Cypress, Texas, which is close to Houston. Um, but we have an exact location of like where they need to be in the morning. 
Um, and so if they're coming from Baton Rouge, they're coming from the east of some sort because Louisiana's east of Texas. East. East? I thought you said west. Um, and so I wanted to figure out, okay, so how long does it take to get from Baton Rouge to Cypress Springs High School? And you put that shit into Google and it takes at most five hours. So to get from Baton Rouge to Cypress Springs. So obviously they must have been driving before then and like broke down near Baton Rouge. But like if they have like this almost 12 hour span, then they, they could be as far as like Georgia, which is just really confusing to me because why would you go that far, especially when she was titled as the Southwest champion? Like she was so offended mm. that, um, what's his name, Jordy, came from New Jersey to, like, be in their area of racing. She's like, he doesn't even, like, belong around here. Like, she was just like, he belongs up in the north, you know? They, she had, like, that air of, like, why is in he In the here? north. The king in the north. The king of the north. Um, we are in the south here. We are in Westeros. Um, but, yeah, they said they, they claimed that she was the southwest champion. So why are we down in the southeast 12 12- hours away from our school the night before a volleyball i don't know it just didn't really make sense to me i don't know where that is busted the fact that that sign says baton rouge is busted Busted. i believe it absolutely busted so busted a little more logic than math but i just didn't logic is math logic is math you're so right you're so right logic is math so everything is try math is family math is blue uh history is green English is yellow. <laughs> anyway, that all of that to say, they pull up to the school, and I was going to even take it a step further by telling you, like, estimating how long I think that they were past the game, but, like, it doesn't even matter because it, was, it would just have added even more time and they'd be in the Atlantic Ocean by then, you know? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> they get to the school. The girls are still playing volleyball, but it's, like, literally the last point, and they lose, like, as Erica's walking through the door. Um, and then everyone is so fucking rude to her. <laughs> so rude. Like this girl's like, thanks a lot, Erica. And then her, her coach goes, I expected more from you. You let the whole team down. And I'm like, hold on. You think that the entire team lost because one of your players wasn't one. there? Then you need to reevaluate your team. Exactly. You need to be ready for any situation. Like you can't be relying on one fucking person. This is a team goddamn sport I was also upset. how does a grown ass adult say that to her? What I is know. happening? I could have seen her being like, Where were you? But she was just like, We were counting on you. Like, let her explain. Yeah. She even she couldn't even get out the fact that they had their car broke down. Ugh, whatever. I was angry at everybody being angry I was at her. Too. So we cut to a scene of Erica studying and she's like looking solemnly off into the distance. Um, and then she picks up the envelope from Luann and she like is gonna open it and she's really thinking about it and then she like takes the paper out and then she just like crumples it up um and then you could tell she's having some sort of existential crisis Mm. so then she goes over to her trophies and she starts putting them all in boxes and i'm like what is happening yeah um and then her dad comes in and she's like i quit racing um, and what I think happened was the pressure of losing the volleyball game coupled with realizing that all of this pressure almost made her cheat, which she really didn't want to do. She's like, this is too much. I quit. Yeah. Um, I think and it dad also, is like, like the fact that she like had to deny plans with Todd and that she mm-hmm. so much was riding on this like French, um, 
grade and the fact that she wasn't paying attention in French because of racing. Yeah. Just like, so everything basically got pushed to the side because of racing. Yeah. And her dad's like, well, this is kind of sudden, isn't it? Are you sure this is what you want? And she's like, yeah, it's because of school and I have no friends and boys think I'm a loser and almost cheating. But she doesn't say that part to her mm-hmm. dad. She doesn't want them to know she almost cheated. Um, she just says, I just don't think it's worth it anymore. And dad's like, I will support you no matter what. Um, and so that's her decision, but she's super, super sad about it, clearly. Yeah. Um, next day at school, she wants to talk to Todd and she apologizes for saying she was too busy to go out before. She's like, I have a lot more free time now because I quit racing. And he's like, what? That's insane. Like, why would you quit? Um, but he's like, but okay, I'll call you sometime. Yeah, I wrote that. I was like, he's just like crazy, but I'll call you. <laughs> and then we get what I think is very, very funny part of the movie. So um, I don't know if this was just because I had subtitles on or if they showed it for everyone, but he basically wishes her good luck on the final in French. Um, and normally in a movie, when someone says something in another language, it's subtitles it in English. All it says in the bottom is speaking in French. Yep. So it's like, so I'm just assuming he's said know. good luck, but That's, I have no idea. Just I think he did. Just speaking in French. <laughs> yep. It was funny. It was funny. So she took, she takes her French final. She like looks it over a few times. And I don't know, I guess I was just really anxious about her final for her because like the way that she like put it down in the basket, I was like, there's something wrong with it. Like something's going to happen. Like I have no idea what could have gone wrong. It just felt so ominous. I was just like, Mm -hmm. something's going to go terribly wrong with this French final. Whatever. We, nothing happens at this moment. Um, They're at home and basically they're packing up the truck because Courtney's going to go race for the weekend. Um, so it's Courtney, the dad and Randy, and they're like, Oh, we're going to miss you. Um, she's like, yep, I'll be here. Uh, and they go off and <laughs> she asks her mom, she's like, what do like normal kids do on weekends? Um, and what does she do on this weekend? She just longingly looks at all of her <laughs> racing stuff. She's so bored. So we basically get a back and forth between Randy, Courtney, and dad going to a race for Courtney and Erica sitting at home bored. And so then Mm -hmm. we flash to them like doing the race and then Erica at home bored and then them setting up the car and then her at home bored. Um, And so the family gets home and Courtney is so rude to Erica. Um, Erica's like, how'd you do? And she's like, what do you care? You quit and I might too. It's no fun without you. Um, and then they're like talking more later and a couple other quotes I wrote down. She says, uh, Courtney says, I think you're just scared. I'm going to beat you someday. And Erica is like very offended by that, obviously, because mm-hmm. earlier in the movie, she said she doesn't want to race her because she doesn't want to beat a little girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so they're not happy with each other right now. It is not a buddy movie in this moment. Not a buddy movie. No. Um, but whatever nothing there we go back to french class because we're always in fucking french class always in french class (laughs) and they get their finals back and erica looks and she gets an a and she like jumps up out of her seat she freaks out um everyone kind of like giggles at the fact that she's freaking out but she's very proud of herself and this a immediately makes her change her mind and decide to go back into racing literally immediate immediate she's back (laughs) She's like, all right, I'm going to race again. She comes home, pulls her trophies out of like what I assume is she like threw them in the garage or something. And it's like, I changed my mind. And they're all like, okay. Um, And in classic fashion of this movie, now we cut immediately to a race. Because we can't spend more than four minutes on a single scene. No. It's just not allowed. (laughs) So she does her next race and her time is 8.87. 
um, which is not her best. Oh, no, it is her best time. I think so, yeah. Because she had 8.89 before. Mm -hmm. And this qualifies her for nationals. So she's super stoked. um, And she says that she would like to do one more race for practice um, because since she did so well, she got a bye from the final round. So she doesn't get to do a last race. So she goes up to the commissioner and she's like, hey, I see you gave me a bye, but I'd really like one more race for practice. And he's like, oh, no, there's no one available to uh, race you. So no, you can't. You can't do that. You got a bye. Like, just take it. And then obviously Erica does not want this. Um, and Courtney comes up and is like, I'll race her. And Erica's like, no, she can't because she's not in the, you're my age class and that's not allowed. It's not regulation. And he's like, well, if it's not, you know, a race for qualifying, like do whatever the hell you want basically. Um, and so it's going to happen. It's a quote out of competition race. Mm -hmm. And they announced this like in front, in like the whole stadium, you know, and they're like, we've got this like sister versus sister race and everyone's like super amped. And I'm like, that's kind of fun. Like you just get to see this friendly competition. Um, And we get the two of them lined up and they're all just like staring at each other, you know, and immediately you can see that as soon as the lights kind of like go down, like count down um, that Courtney is like the first one out the gates. She just like has a hair on Erica when they, when they go out the gates the first time and they're neck and neck. And then at one point (laughs) uh, Courtney just goes like toodaloo and just fucking, beast past courtney sorry put beast past erica and courtney wins which erica's obviously not happy about Um, right and so they like pull up next to each other at the like finish line or whatever and basically they decide they're gonna rematch Mm -hmm. um and right before they decide that courtney is like erica like you need to relax like you need to take a deep breath and relax before the race you're too tense and so right before this second race we cut to Erica in her car and we see her like close her eyes and take a deep breath so she does the relaxed thing and lo and behold she wins the second race mm-hmm. it worked it worked um so then we cut to them in the RV on the way home and they are in bed in the RV they're both sleeping or, or you know going to sleep and basically Erica's like thanking Courtney for the advice for her to relax she's like that really worked thank mm-hmm. you and Courtney tells her, she's like, the only time you lose is when you really, really want to win. She's like, so you just need to like chill the fuck out. <laughs> you need to relax. You need to relax. Yeah. So now we cut to, I think they're at home and mm-hmm. basically Erica is watching a news clip about herself going to nationals. Um, and it's about Jordy. And so that's super cool. And then Todd rings the bell. He shows up with a teddy bear for her. Cute. Um, and he's like, oh, I got you this good luck present. And then Courtney walks out and goes to, toward the dad and is like a teddy bear, like, like does the ga- <laughs> gag gesture. And I was like, same, honestly. Honestly, same. big mood, big mood. And then as we are uh, like getting prepped to go to, because this is like nationals now, we're go- this is the big thing. As we're this getting prepped to guns. go to nationals and like getting everything ready, we get the iconic song, I Can't Wait by Hilary Duff in the background. I don't know if you jammed out like I did, but- I didn't realize. It was so good. I forgot that song existed, but it's fantastic. Go listen to it right now once we're done with this podcast. I can't wait, Hillary Duff. I will. Thank you. So they get to the race, and there's this whole group of girls cheering for Erica. It's so adorable. So cute. Um, because everyone hated on her for being a girl racing before, but now she finally has some fans. And everyone is interviewing her about racing as a girl. So now all of a sudden, everyone's interested. And before, no one cared. And then she turns, and she's like, do you folks have to keep asking me that? I'm just a race car driver, just like everybody else here. Good for her. 
Good for her. She stands up for herself. I like it. And in classic this movie fashion, we get a two-second viewing of her qualifying race, which she wins. Mm -hmm. And so that means she is in the finals up against none other than Jordy. And right before she took off for that semifinal, um, her dad was talking to Randy and they were like, you know, she's already had two perfect starts for the day. This one, if she gets this one, that'll be like 12 in a row or something like that. So they were like already hyping her up how much of a good day they had. And so once she wins, Jordy and his dad are watching and his dad's like, we got to do something about this. Um, and the next thing we see, Jordy's dad is like complaining to the commissioner, whoever's in charge, whatever yeah, commissioner. that person is, um, that they think she's cheating. They say no one gets 12 per- perfect starts in a row. Um, and so they as- assume that they have some sort of like light sensor or something on her yeah, car. Yeah, this was so ridiculous. Like, what? Like, so absurd. So he was absurd. basically saying that she had some sort of device that as soon as the light was green, it started the car going forward. Like, like what? get the hell out of here. That doesn't technology to probably doesn't even exist right yeah he like sent something about her dad he's like oh you with all your like robotics and computer like he like is so weird he was they were just accusing them of this like ridiculous thing the sad part is the commissioner's like well i guess because this is a claim you made until it's investigated like you can't race yeah and this is where we were talking about those those five o's from earlier apparently that's what it means to have like a perfect start is you get a five o right and so she had gotten a bunch 12 of those five O's. 12 yeah. five O's in a row and they're like that's unheard of she's just that so good ba- sorry she's just that good so basically at night the commissioner comes back and he's like all right after a thorough investigation we've dropped all charges there's there's nothing to uh what's the word backstand stand to support the support. claims whatever <laughs> support to support the claims um yes and then we get this like little scene of Courtney and Erica. Um, and it's just this another cute heart to heart where Courtney's like, you know, all of the trophies and medals and everything I have, like I would never have any of it if it weren't for you. Racing was always for boys and I would never have never had the guts to do what you did. It's easier for all of us now because of you. No matter what happens tomorrow, I'm still really proud that you're my sister. And I was like, oh, cute heart to heart. Sorry, That's one thing sweet. about the scene before though that I want to share is there's a quote after the commissioner says they've dropped all charges where Jordy's dad says, you've got something in that car enders to the dad. And he goes, well, mm. I'll tell you what I've got in this car, a teenage girl. Boom, yeah. drop the mic. Greg's right. got it. <laughs> Greg's got it. Better Greg, not that Greg. Yes, Greg with two Gs. Yeah. So well, then we have our heart to heart. I guess. Oh yeah, three Gs. <laughs> so then we have the heart to heart Danielle mentioned, and now the race is here. Yes. Um, and right before everything everyone's ever said to her about racing is like running through her head. Ever. So she's sitting in the car and she hears like all the nasty comments about racing as a girl that have been made to her. Um, and this was kind of weird to me. I don't fully understand what happened, but basically she like almost red lighted, like she kind of clicked the gas, but like didn't go far enough for it to register as a false start. Is that correct? I think so. Cause even if you, uh, in like other setups for races, they kind of like went back and forth a little bit, like up and down, like before they were like really set to go. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like it kind of could just be like played off as that, but like, yeah, she like freaked out cause she was thinking yeah, she about what was other people were saying and just kind of so like, distracted. Yeah. But they, it, I don't think it was enough for her 
to actually yeah. go and get started. And so. basically she yells, she's like, I didn't red light, I didn't red light. And and she doesn't get called. And so yeah. then they get to start again. She you see her taking Courtney's advice. She takes a deep breath, she closes her eyes, and then the race happens. And this was the saddest part for me. And I talk about this in my post movies. The whole movie built up to this race, and then it's like literally five seconds long. <laughs> yeah, it's eight seconds long. It's eight seconds. That's it. That's all you get. Um, and she wins. She wins. It was very close. They were back and forth a little bit, but mm-hmm. she wins. And okay, this confuses me. This next part confuses me. I don't know if it confused you too. So her and Jordy at the end of the race track, right? And they get out of their cars and like they go to approach each other. And Jordy just completely congratulates her, says she's a terrific driver, says, I can't wait to race you again, is the kindest person you've ever met in your entire life. And I'm like, mm-hmm. This is the same kid who was telling her that she was a loser because she was a girl. And then I was like, was that just his dad that we were hearing? And I was like, no, but he said something. He had said some dickish stuff in the beginning. So like- But the thing is, his dad wasn't here now. Yes, yes, exactly. So maybe it was a show. He didn't have to put up a front. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. So she gets her trophy and as she is like receiving it, she calls up Courtney on stage and she's like, you better get used to this. You're next. Oh, yeah. And that's how the movie ends. And then we get a bunch of stats about them. And I imagine this is where where you uh, learned that it was a real, (laughs) real story. Yes. Literally, I wrote. Erica went to the Hall of Fame, won 26 junior drag race competitions. Oh, she was a real person. Actually, um, Erica won 37 and Courtney won 26. Ah, okay. And I was- the last thing that they showed us, which I was very excited about, said that a quarter of all drag racers are now girls. And I was like, oh. No. Which is what I was trying to find data on for our actual math bust for this. And I there's there's no good data on junior drag racing anymore. And it's really upsetting. Why isn't there? I don't know. I looked for a decent amount of time. Um, tirelessly. Tirelessly. For days. It was hard. Anyway, hit us with your post-movie thoughts. All right, post-movies. I said, I enjoyed this movie for what it was. Um, but I have to say, for how much it was about racing and how many races there were, the fact that each race was eight seconds or less, we didn't get much of the action-type shots or scenes of the races like we did in other sports movies like motocross where we had like several minutes. That was my biggest disappointment with the mm-hmm. movie. And I think that's just because of the sport it was Nature about. Nature of the, the sport. Quick, right. Um, I said, I love that there were two sisters in a male-dominated sport, but I think they learned, uh, they leaned too much into her being a girl for my taste. Like, people were really, really, really mean about it, and I just didn't like it. But then I learned at the end, she was a real person, and this was her real experience, so that's why they leaned into it. But um, yes. I didn't know she was a real person until the end of the movie, so I was thinking the whole time, like, why are they making people be so mean? And then it was a real story. Um, so maybe <laughs> maybe her friend Luann's date really showed up smelling like beer and they had to be accurate maybe but like the the inclusion of that line it didn't even have to didn't have to be there they had to be accurate had to be accurate so everything Um, in this movie must have been true exactly um i thought courtney was an adorable little sister and played the role of a carefree one really well in contrast to erica's character I think that was necessary. Um, that juxtaposition for the buddiness. Say, of the there's film. that buddy aspect of it. There you go. Um, and I said overall, my thoughts seem limited though, because it's similar to lots of other decoms that we watch. Like it doesn't have like very specific distinctions for me. Like I could be like this part of it fits like motocross, then this part of it fits like whatever. 
right? Um, but I still enjoyed it. Also, That's she it. says her thoughts are limited, despite this probably being the longest paragraph she's ever written about. I know. That's true. That's actually limited. true. Sure, sure, sure. Um, okay. I said this was a really good movie. I think because it was based on a true story, similar to Double Teamed, it kind of had a more serious and like less Disney Channel vibe to it. Like it had the same themes and coming of age and type stuff, but it, it just, it feels a little like a step above a Disney Channel movie for me. Um, and like I said, I got emotional like more than once. Uh, those when she almost died, uh, those heart to hearts. Um, yeah, it got me. Um, we also love to see a supportive family that like goes against societal norms. Like there was never a, like, usually in these movies, it's like, I don't want to do what you want me to do, dad. I want to do what I want to do. But like, it wasn't that at all, actually. I'd say it was the opposite, which was really nice. Um, and okay, I wrote this comment and then like, as we talked about it, I take this comment back. I, I wrote <laughs> that I thought there was less toxic masculinity than I thought we'd see. But like, as we recounted everything, I was like, no, they were pretty shitty to her the whole time. Yeah, but I so, know like, what you mean. It was like less outward. Like, I don't know, like even Jordy was like shitty, but like, ha- like I'm thinking like the guys in motocross like were really shitty. I feel like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like usually, or like the way that they talked to Eddie about his cooking, like, I don't know. It was just like, a little less over they were just like shocked mm-hmm. that there was like a girl in the sport i don't know but it was mm-hmm. there was still a lot whatever um i also at some point thought like todd was gonna disappoint us with his actions but like he didn't like i don't know i just i think i had really low expectations for the men in this movie and they <laughs> actually were like decent people um and i also loved how they like clearly showed her impact on the sport showing like all the the girls showing up at, like the final race and just how like signing autographs i just thought that was really cute and you know that they actually included the stuff at the end of like their actual impact on the sport. And so I just loved that. So I thought that was really cute. Great, great job on both of us for having not done this in a long, long time. Long time. We went went a little over (laughs) a little long one, but you know, it's, we haven't talked about this in a while. We had to get back into it. We needed to get back into it. Needed to. All right, folks, uh, you know where to find us. If you need to, if you need to, if you want to, <laughs> you can find us on Instagram. If you need to. At Disney Plus or minus all If you have out. something very urgent to send us. We have an email address if it's that urgent. I think it's Disney Plus or minus at Gmail. It probably is. Probably. Um, but yeah, Disney Plus or minus all spelled out on Instagram, Disney Plus or underscore on Twitter. You can go to anchor.fm slash Disney Plus or minus to leave a voice memo. Um, tell us what you think about this movie, about any movie. Tell us some future ideas for movies you want to see. We've, we're going through our list. We're, we're at 42 now. So I don't know, cutting down. So yeah. Uh, leave a, a review, rate, subscribe, all the good things. It's good to be back and uh, catch you next time. Bye. Bye.